You are in the best seat in the house. Welcome to the front row. I am your host, Holly Rowe, and we are so excited. Marquise Newman, who is the GM of the Salt Lake City Stars, but also the director of pro scouting for the NBA for the Utah Jazz. And th- this is a huge job because you are doing free agents, trade trade stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. But where I'd love to start with you, I'm fascinated by your story because back in 2014, mm-hmm. you started as an intern. I did. With the Utah Jazz. How did you get your first foot in the door and how have you risen to this level? Wow, well, so when I first started, I was a part-time intern. Um, I went to my dad who played professional sports and he was the only person I knew that kind of was in a professional sporting environment and just talked to him and this was always my dream to work in sports and work in an NBA front office. And uh, we got talking and his his agent at the time was David Morway. And David Morway was at that time a general manager in the NBA. So we contacted him. He's a good friend of, of the family and he knew Dennis Lindsay and he connected me with Dennis. And over time, I got to know Dennis. I got to know just members of the front office and they didn't have any positions. They had no no job opening. So I would just bother bother Bart Taylor mainly um, on job openings and do you need help with anything? And nine months later, he interviewed me in a Zupa's cafe, offered me an internship uh, shortly after that. And from there, it's been it's been 10 years now with the with the Jazz. And funny enough, David Morway became the assistant GM down the line with the Jazz. So I got to work with him for a couple years also. So um, very, very lucky and blessed to be be with the Jazz. And it's been a, a fun 10 years. That's a cool full circle moment. I love this because there's a lot of people that are always like, how do I get my foot in the door? How do I get my foot in the door? And I think it's this, um, you know, kind of fine line of being a pest and yeah. being a pleasant pest, right? Yes. Like, oh, yes. hey, I'm here. I'll do anything it takes. Absolutely. I get emails, LinkedIn messages, Instagram messages from from people every week, every month. And I try to respond to everybody. And my my consistent message to everybody is keep trying to network, keep trying to build relationships. That's how you get your foot in the door. You know, a lot of these jobs aren't posted on job boards. And it's about building relationships and networking and and being timely also, which you can't really control. But I never get annoyed or, or feel bothered when people keep connecting with me and trying to reach out and get a job because I was in that same position at one point. It's so beautiful. Um, but then you've got to shine and be great when you do get the opportunity. And you have done that. Tell me, you know, right now you've got a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And a- as you look at, let's start with the stars because you just made some moves with the stars. And mm-hmm. and one of the kids that I really love his story is Jason Preston. I actually covered one of his games when okay. he was in college yeah. at Ohio, small university. Mm-hmm. And what what has impressed you about him, and how how did you get impressed with his story and his game? Jason, I think he's going to really help our team. He's played three games with us, and the first thing you notice with Jason is just how calm of a person he is, and that's off the court and on the court, which is what I think we needed as a team. Um, our Stars team is very talented. Last year was our first home playoff um, series that we posted. Uh, since we've been in Salt Lake, and we wanted to continue to build off that. We weren't playing to our expectations early on this year, and, and I think Jason's a guy that brings that calming presence. Off the court, 
I've got to know him through the draft process. We obviously interviewed him, had him in Salt Lake, and then he's been with us for about a week and a half, two weeks, and he's he's been a just a great dude to add to the group. He's thoughtful guy. He's had a tough, tough life journey to get to this point. And I think overcoming a lot of the challenges he's had to overcome in his life has just helped him have the work ethic and the attitude that he has. And you don't see that all the time with people that have gone through through a lot of challenges. And um, it's beautiful to see with him. And I think he's a good player that will really help the team. He's a pass-first guy. As you know, we have Bryce and Taylor with with the Stars a good amount right now. And he helps those guys um, stay organized on the floor. And I think he'll really help the team. It's beautiful. He put out a tweet, um, I think it was last year, it made me cry. Like his tweet made me cry of like been second guest, never had these chances. Yeah. Nobody believed in me, but I believed in myself. So I'm excited. I was really excited when you guys signed him because I knew his backstory and, yeah. and he has overcome a lot and I'm proud of his mentality. So that's really yeah. awesome. No, absolutely. And that's the thing in the G League is there's a lot of guys that have been overlooked or have haven't had the smoothest smoothest path to reaching the NBA uh, or reaching their ultimate goal. And so having a guy like that that embodies everything that the G League is but also has performed at a high level, um, I think will only help our team. Yeah, it's so fascinating. I, I look at you and I think that, you know, you're the you, – you hold hope in your hands for so many guys because guys are in the G League. That's a big responsibility, yeah. right? They're in the G League because they are hoping – to get that chance to catch someone's eye, to make an NBA roster. Um, how do you navigate that whole feeling of urgency and they're pressing, but but yeah. you want them to succeed? Yeah, I think, so for me, managing the G League team and being responsible for, for that group, we build the team off of two pillars. So we have the player development side of things and we have winning which is very important. Both those things are important to us. The ultimate goal of the Stars is to help the Jazz. You know, you have Taylor Hendricks, you have Bryce, and we want to get those guys better. But as players, they have a lot to work on individually, and those things need to lead to winning. And so back to your question, we're trying to help every single player accomplish. Their goals are, are maybe to reach the NBA. There's over 300 players in the G League that aren't signed NBA contracts. Not all those guys are going to make NBA rosters. But for us, it's how do we help each guy every single day get better, level up their game. So if they're next year, maybe it's not the NBA, but they're going to EuroLeague and they're playing. They're going to a French League. They're going to Germany. They're making more money to help their families. Um, that's how we view it is not every player is obviously going to be an NBA caliber guy, but how do we help each person just level up who they are maturity-wise as a person and then obviously their game. And we also do that with staff. Staff is very important. The G League coaches um, support staff. Everybody's striving to, to level up to the NBA as well. And so how is my responsibility, or I feel that responsibility to help them every single day keep doing a better job and, and, and giving them the tools to keep doing a better job in what they do. So it's a full group effort. Um, they help me every single day level up as well. 
um, and we're all in it, all in it together in the G League with the stars. I, I love it because your journey, I, I just keep thinking back to like, you've had to do that. You leveled up starting as an intern in 2014. You've leveled up in so many ways. So you're a really good guy to help others do the same thing. I, I like to think so. I've, I've been, the thing is, there's been a lot of people that have helped me. Um, with the Jazz, We've had Bart Taylor as an example, Steven Schwartz. They've been here for a long time. Justin Zanuck's been here basically since I've been here that have helped me and mentored me. And so for me to be able to give that back to a lot of our support staff, a lot of our coaches, and then obviously our players, it's it's only the right thing to do. Um, I wouldn't be here without the help of, of others as well. So it's not just you have to come in and work hard, yes, but you also have someone that believes in you and also gives you tools to do a better job when, when you're maybe not doing the best you can because every single day is not an A-plus day. So um, that's my responsibility, I feel, to help those that group. That's beautiful. Okay, I want to hit, um, you know, the, you talked about Bryce Sensabaugh and mm-hmm. Taylor Hendricks because those are the two high draft picks that yeah. have been in the G League with you a lot. Bryce had his first NBA points recently, yeah. and I know he's been grinding, and he's got to be, you know, I think guys when they get drafted in the first round – probably think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be on the le- on the roster and be in the league. And I'm not sure everybody understands this is going to be a process to get absolutely get there. How do you help them and how have they done, particularly Bryce? Let's start uh, with him. With Bryce, um, when you have good, talented young players, so he came into our team at 19 years old, really good scorer, obviously, at Ohio State. And you're trying to help him improve on multiple facets of his game. The buy-in from him is something you can't control initially. You don't know how players are going to react to, hey, you're going to be assigned to the G League. We don't know how long. Um, But it's not a demotion. It's what it is is a toolbox for you to go and get better. For you to go play 30 minutes a night and play through some mistakes and have some success and learn how to play different roles that maybe Will Hardy will want you to play down the road. Um, you have those conversations with a guy like Bryce, but he was bought in from day one. He wants to play. He wants to play. He wants to be successful. Uh, and Bryce can be hard on himself in that he wants to be good and he, he cares about how he plays and his performance. And he cares about his teammates. And so with Bryce, it's just a lot of just conversations. It's conversations on where he's at and him understanding the process and the road and the journey. And he's only, he just turned 20 years old and there's a lot of basketball ahead of him. And this is just part of that process. Every player's different. Every player's journey is different, but it's, as coach always like to say, it's a shared experience. And so for him, he's not the only one on this journey. But it is a journey that he needs to take that we believe will help him and serve him better down the road to be more prepared to help the Jazz. Taylor Hendricks said something to me about, you know, what, what is the great saying? The thief of uh, the thief of joy is comparison, right? Uh-huh. And and he told me early in the season, you know, he's looking around, seeing other guys in his draft class and other rookies, you know, maybe even Keontae playing and getting time and it was hard he's comparing himself like gosh my rookie yeah. year's not going like some of these other guys but you know he he wasn't healthy for summer league he had some setbacks how have you guys helped him also to be patient with that process yep. and, and not compare your journey to somebody else's journey I think a lot of it is 
it's not hard with guys like Taylor in the fact that he wants to show up every day and, and do the same thing he wants to play. So from day one, he's a lottery pick, and obviously the Jazz believe highly in his abilities to help our team, and I know he's not playing now with the Jazz consistently. He's been with the Stars. It's another – it's the same process for him. It's another tool for him to get better, to play 30 minutes a night, and he's been locked in on that. He's been locked in on that, and and we've told him – and I think playing in the league, you kind of get an understanding of there's really good players playing the G League. We just played Lance Stevenson the other night, who's played. Been in a lot of finals. Yeah. In the NBA. And he's playing against him. He's playing against Stanley Johnson. So you get experience against really good players, really talented guys. Grown men. And you realize, gosh, these guys are good too. Mm-hmm. And so for me to be able to play at the NBA level there's things I need to work on and he's bought in on on those things he's coachable he's been nothing but a joy to work with and I think it's only a matter of time uh, for him if he keeps doing what he's doing um, and keep being patient just turned 20 years old again where he's helping the jazz this is can be an awkward question and I'm not sure if you're gonna like it or not but I feel like my brain wants to know so maybe our listeners want to know Um, you know I've covered college basketball for Mm almost 30 years. So I feel like I have this love for college basketball, but yeah. there's a lot of conversation right now on where can you get better mm-hmm. faster as a player yeah. in college, you know, because you're talking about these 19 year olds and yep. 20 year olds. And my brain was thinking, well, would Bryce Sensabaugh be developing better as a player to have stayed at Ohio state? Yeah. You know, I'm just using him as an example, yeah. but how how does college and the G League compare right now as far as gaining those tools and getting better? Yeah, I think every situation is different. I think if you look at our team, we've built the stars organizationally. So Ryan Smith believes in this, that the stars is a tool to help the Jazz. That's why the stars are 10 minutes away. Their practice facility is 10 minutes away from this practice facility. Um it's 24-7 use. We don't share that facility with anybody else. It's for our young players. And so we use it fully to develop our two-way guys, develop Bryce Taylors of the world, our assignment players, and then our, our G League guys. And so, and to see if there's guys there that we like for the Jazz. Um, and so we've invested a lot of money, time. Uh, we've, we've built a really good staff. To help those guys. So if we're looking at the star situation, I would say Bryce is in a great place to learn, develop. Obviously, he's learning what Will wants him to learn. So he's in our system um, where at Ohio State, you're, you're still learning, you're still getting better, but it's more tailored to your team and what they need. Um, he's obviously with us and what we need. And every G League situation is different. Every college situation is different. I think there's certain situations where kids in college can get better. Um, you've seen a lot of players develop, grow, and boost their draft stock by staying in school. Um, you also see players come out and go to NBA teams and go to the G League and improve and get better and become rotational players for for teams like you saw the Miami Heat. They have a bunch of G League guys on their roster. Um, and so each situation is different. That's I think good. every player has to look at their family and look at themselves and think what's best for them. Yeah. And I'm not second guessing Bryce at all. I'm yeah. just using him as an example because I'm just it's an internal debate for myself right oh, now, absolutely. because, you know, now that I've been doing the jazz more, I'm like, oh, 
but maybe I'm seeing that you you yeah. you you have a full time opportunity to pour into guys in a different yeah. way than they are in college. But then but you have a unique lens because you see know, us, seeing, you see a lot of college yes. basketball, so you get a good feel of both. Yeah, but I like what you're saying is everyone's situation is very individual and very yeah. unique to just them and their skill set. Absolutely. 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 Um, okay, before I let you go, you know, free agency's coming up and I know you can't really talk about much because it's it's yeah. a big business and lots of secrecy. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to know maybe could you tell our audience how are you evaluating free agents as the trade deadline approaches and kind of what is the business of that look like yeah. internally for the Jazz? So for us, I mean, obviously whatever decision we make, it's a collaborative process. So Jay-Z, Danny obviously lead that. Um, but for me, my main responsibilities, I need to know who the good players are in the NBA, who the good players are on the G League. We have a list that we monitor that of players we're tracking. Um, we're evaluating those guys consistently. We're talking about those players consistently. Um, obviously, we're, we're seeing how players fit how Wheel wants to play and and – having those conversations and then as Jay-Z and Danny they're going to listen and and do what they do which I'm not a not a part of my job is just give an opinion and you've just got to be ready though like when they come to you and be like hey we need to know about this guy this guy this guy you you've got to have your act together everything's got to be organized absolutely if we have the list we have guys that we like guys that we think are playing well and then also just knowing how players are playing in general um, so when a player comes up, it's you can, you might be able to go back and watch some film and refresh yourself, but you gotta have a, a general understanding of how players are doing in the league. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Is there one player in years past that you you had your eye on, and mm. you know, because I feel like I get favorites sometimes too. Yeah. Like I believe in this kid. I believe in this kid. Um, is there someone in the past that you can shine a light on? Like, hey, I believed in this guy and it worked out really well. Yes. There's been a few of those. Since we're on the G League kind of lane, I'm gonna I'm gonna go give some credit there. So we have Chris Dunn, we have Lucas Samanich, who we signed out of the G League last year. Um, those two guys, I watch probably more G League basketball. I definitely watch more G League basketball than anybody else on the staff. Um, and both of them had great years last year. And when guys are playing well in the G League, it's my job to kind of just give attention. Hey, these are the guys that are playing well. These are guys we need to continue to monitor. And Chris Dunn and Luca were two guys that I think were, were playing really, really well last year. They're really good G League players, obviously. And Chris is now starting for us, and he's been great. Luca's played well when he's got the opportunity to play. And so those two guys I'm going to give some credit, credit to because those guys have had – we talk about journeys and paths to your ultimate goal – both those guys were high, highly touted guys. Um, Chris being a top 10 pick and his journey back to the NBA, going from being a first round pick to G League to bouncing around the G League back to the NBA, getting to know him. He's an awesome dude and he fits our team. He brings toughness and coaches obviously trust him and Luca kind of a similar story going to the G League after after being in the NBA and those guys deserve a lot of credit for how much they've put into their game, how much they worked on themselves to get back to to where they are now. Those are two guys I'm proud of coming from the G League. Good eye. 
Chris, yeah. De- like, hey, G League to starter in the NBA. Good job by you. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a team. It's a team process. It's not. It's not on me. It's not on me. We we're collaborative as a group, and that's credit to Danny and Jay Z. Is it's all about opinions, and they want everybody to feel involved. And we are given a platform to to push for the guys we want. And so, no, they, they've done a great job with that and listening to, to their group and their team. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us and kind of, you know, pulling the curtain back a little bit yeah. on the G League, how you guys build stuff, but also what we may have coming up for the Utah Jazz as, Last you know, free agency and all that stuff thank kind of ramps me. up. Thank you so much. Absolutely. We'll be back next week. Thanks for joining us today on The Front Row.